0: Love Talk Radio
1: on Block Talk Radio Nation, TGIF. You are tuned into page one for this Friday. As we go into Memorial Day weekend, I am LeVar, and of course, I'm joined by my lovely co-host, always out west, who will actually be here in a few weeks. Mary, how are you?
0: Good. How are you?
1: Doing okay. Doing okay. I'm hoping
0: to bring some warm weather with me.
1: I, I hope so. Actually, we had warm weather. <laughs> we had warm weather here, and then all of a sudden, after the rains came through, it disappeared, and now we find ourselves in 60-degree weather but with some rain. Uh, I think before I forget anything and before I go into everything else for this week, uh quick uh, shout-out. I usually do shout-outs at the end of the show, but a quick shout-out and uh a quick uh, we are thinking of you to everyone and more Oklahoma who were struck with a really really bad F5 tornado earlier this week. Um, just am watching it now even as we speak uh, over on the monitors over here on uh, CNN, and just the devastation of what these storms and we are now in you know the storm season where all of these tornadoes and hurricanes and everything else seems to hit. each and every year, it seems that uh, just when we thought that we found ways to, I guess, uh, protect ourselves from these storms, once again, Mother Nature always kind of shows us that, uh, you know, the force of these storms, you just have to just be alert and stay on top of things. And it's just utter devastation there, even going into a weekend in which we would normally be celebrating. You can't help but uh, think about those folks out there who have pretty much lost everything. so um, Really, really tough thing, but of course uh, there are ways to help. I think I retweeted something this week of which the Red Cross if you, and I don't have the number, um, the texting number right on me right at about now, but uh, I'm pretty sure you can find it anywhere and you can text the Red Cross to donate $10, I believe, and um, just help in any way that you can. So, got that out of the way. Also, uh while I'm on note this is show number 201 200, 201 uh special thanks to Mary Carey last night uh my new buddy now she's following me over on uh twitter uh she stopped by last night for show number 200 for the 401 lounge great interview very interesting interview i actually talked with mary about uh her time on uh Celeb Rehab in Sober House, and she actually, uh, you know, provided a lot of uh, interesting details and uh, a lot of stuff into her life and a lot of things that a lot of people don't know. I mean, from what you see, and it it's always goes back to an interesting thing, from what people see of us, everyone always has an assumption of. You know, if you see her, you're probably thinking, oh, you know, she's done adult entertainment. You know, she's probably not that smart, probably, you know, this happened to her, and this happened to her, and this happened to her. She had a really tough upbringing. Uh, her parents uh, were pretty sick when she was born, and she was taken on by, and she cared for her mother, and then she went to go live with her grandmother, and grandparents got sick, and it's pretty much she had to grow up right away. But, uh, you know, there's a lot of interesting things that she talked about last night. So if you haven't caught that interview, catch it uh, on our page, and um, it is there. So, my friend, um Before I get into the first story today, and this is just one of those off-the-cuff things because I did not talk with Mary about this before we even went on the air, but I have a question here, and I was talking with a friend of mine. And um, she was talking about, and I'm not giving away names. She knows who she is. (laughs) But we were talking about men and grooming because she was out and she was actually getting a pedicure. And uh, she had talked about her husband actually uh, getting one, but uh, at that point, how uncomfortable he kind of was the first time he actually went into, you know, uh, salon to actually get that done. And I told her, I said, well, the reason is why men feel uncomfortable with that is a couple of things. One, for years, no one really. When you always gave the whole thing of getting your nails done, or uh, get taking care of your feet, it was always, you know, uh, a woman-led issue. It wasn't really one of those things where, you know, it was like, guys, could you expect a guy to be a guy? And, you know, and people looked down on guys when they used to do things like that, and then they started calling them metrosexual, i.e. Ryan Seacrest. But um, <laughs> there is, and I, don't, and I love Ryan, but uh, he would even admit that probably he is too, but, um, and also, I told her, I was like, well, when guys walk into these places, just the stares that they get from women, let alone the people who are working there, make them feel uncomfortable. <laughs> right. Am, am I out of place here? Because I'm like, I've been to one, and I, I've gotten, you know, pedicures. And it's kind of like, luckily, the time I walked in there, I was just hoping there wasn't a lot of women in there. Because when you walk into these places, and I once heard someone, and I think, I forgot which celebrity it was. I think it was Wendy Williams who once said... She doesn't like it when she sees guys walk into those places because she feels that that's quote her place and it and it's a place for her to gossip and talk with the ladies and to see a guy walking in there it kind of like you know it's like a I guess the principal walking into a classroom it kills everything right at that moment.
0: Kills everything. <laughs> Good way to put it. Okay.
1: So should guys in their own retrospect maybe have a place like that to go where I guess other guys – i mean— or is it safe for guys – I mean, you go to these places, so is it safe for guys to, like, walk into these places without being judged? I mean, do women actually judge guys when they walk into these places?
0: I, I don't, but I'm sure there are ones that do. Um, I, I guess it just really all depends on uh, who's in there. That's That's going to make the big difference. If it's something like – if you're coming in for a pedicure, I, I'm i not going to look at you sideways. If anything, I may look at you for a second, but it'll be with a smile on my face like, good, get those nasty feet taken care of. Because I know you can't because <laughs> I don't see very many men sitting in the shower with a buffing stone taking care of those nasty feet. And you know what I'm talking about.
1: Here's a weird thing, and I'm going to be. A, we're all family here. There are things that I will not tell you due to the fact that I'd like to keep it um, secret between me and myself. But I, I admit I do. I have bought a pumice stone, um, and that's what it's called for you guys. Who you know, it's those little rocks. It's rock at the store. <laughs> um, <laughs> make it better for you. But, yes, and I I bought that, and I used that. And, actually, there's some good stuff out there. This is not a commercial, and I'm not backing it in any way, and this isn't an <laughs> advertisement for. But I was actually telling her, I was like, you know, Gold Bond, the people who make the foot powder actually do have a cream, which is actually good for your feet. And, you know, if you do that at night and you wash your feet and you wear a sock, it will help. Now, I'm giving Guy grooming it tips and advice, but, you know, and I, I don't know. I was like, guys, I think we're getting judged for something that – Thought might have been a good thing, but I don't know that was
0: I wouldn't not. judge a man for that i would it get. would it would bring me a giggle, but not <laughs> I would not judge Now, if he walked into my uh, just be like walking into my hair salon guys have to get a haircut too you know mm-hmm. i think I think that there should be i mean if I'm sure that somebody's already thought of this, and if not, I claim it it's mine um <laughs> <laughs> you don't know the copyright. Copyright <laughs> Mary 2013 um, So I think that men Probably would do more More of those Type of things If they had a place of their own And not because they need to be separated Because I mean People, and men go into beauty salons I've seen women go into Barbershops, so it's not something along Those lines, it's just I think it makes them feel more Comfortable, it keeps it separated it's, It keeps them from the Glares of the women that do judge for manscaping.
1: Just ask I don't know. It brought up a great debate there, and I, I, I wanted to kind of make sure that I, I was not alone in the reasoning why guys probably don't. I think if more women were accepting of that when guys walked in and didn't stare, it probably might be your man <laughs> yeah, it's probably. Hard might to, it's a hard bit.
0: for people. It's like, are you in the right place? Do you really want to come in here? Because they don't usually, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Not very many men go in and go, I want a manicure. Mm-hmm. Although on the West Coast, I'm sure it's more prominent than in the Midwest. <laughs> I'm sure it is. So, <laughs> Just maybe saying. it's a regional thing.
1: <laughs> well, on this Friday, uh, there was a story that's been making the news, which actually, um, um, I don't know, in a way it kind of hits home for me. In, for me in a bit, because I can relate to this story in a way, but uh, recently resurfaced inflammatory remarks from the company, uh, Abercrombie and Fitch's CEO has the internet's outage meter turned up way past 10 and following nearly a month of attacks from anti-bullying activists reddit, Ellen generouss, even uh, uh, a bunch of other people, Abercrombie and Fitch met with a group of critics this week to discuss some incredibly incendiary remarks from their CEO Mike Jeffries. Now, it all started when Robert Lewis, the co-author of The New Rules of Retail, told Business Insider that Jeffries doesn't carry XL and XXL in women's clothing because, quote, he doesn't want larger people shopping in his store, and he wants thin and beautiful people. Now, Business Insider presented supporting quotes Jeffries made to Salon in 2006 when he said, quote, that's why we hire good-looking people in our stores, because good-looking people attract other good-looking people, and we want to market the cool, good-looking people We don't market to anyone other than that. Now, (laughs) those remarks may be years old, but when they resurfaced, it was pretty much a bombshell. College students organized boycotts, and activists started a change.org campaign. Reddit ridiculed Jeffries on Abercrombie's subreddit, and Ellen made Fitch Please jokes, which were actually pretty funny. And finally, on May 15th, after nearly two weeks from that initial story, He took to his company's Facebook page to say that the quotes were taken out of context and that he is, quote, completely opposed to any discrimination, bullying, derogatory characterizations, or other antisocial behavior based on race, gender, body type, and other individual characteristics. But had the damage already been done? The Washington Post's Jenna McGregor suggested the apology was too little and too late, especially in this world of social media and the fact that a lot of people can make immediate apologies just by going to the Internet. And they're surprised that it took almost 12 days to get one. But here's the question. Is his remarks, if those remarks are pretty much to the fact and they weren't taken out of context, is he okay in making those statements? And if he came out and apologized late, I guess the second part of this question is, did he wait too long to apologize
0: Okay, I'm going to get to the second part first, because the second part is actually easiest. Yes, he waited too long. The first part is actually going to be a little weird. He has every right to make those comments. <laughs> he has every right to make them. What he doesn't have the right to do is make them in a way that somebody can record them down so that they <laughs> can actually use them against him. That's his stupidity. Um, I personally... I am not a fat person. I'm going to put that out there. Even better than that, I could ask you (laughs) the the loaded question do I look fat? Um, No. And I have. And people have said no. And some people have been truthful and said, you know, you're not fat, but you're not skinny. Of course, I'm not skinny. I carry some extra weight. I've got some big girls to carry around. So I'm not a skinny person. But that doesn't make me an ugly person.
1: But it's like they say, I think that I'm a very good looking person. Yeah, and they say Kate Upton's not fat, but she's not skinny either, and she's changed no. the modeling world. Yeah.
0: Thank you. And that's what it is. Here's the problem. The the reason that took so long for him to apologize is because nobody would have believed it. Because it's <laughs> true. People that used to work at Abercrombie, I know people that got hired on by Abercrombie, and they were all like, yeah, it was because I looked good or because I was this size. I don't shop at Abercrombie. I think I haven't, I stepped in the store once in the last 36 years of my life. Nope, twice. <laughs> twice. One time was in high school because I thought I wanted to be cool. I was lucky. I didn't have enough money to buy the stupid T-shirt that I wanted. The second time was with a friend. She was looking for her teenage daughter. I hate the smell of that store. That store makes me want to vomit when I walk past. It's It makes my skin crawl I never wanted to go into that store. But even beyond that, I couldn't fit into any of their clothes anyway. Does that make me any worse? No. Does that make me an ugly person? Heck no. And even better, skinny does not equal beautiful. So for him, yeah, I, he's stupid. hes I, I really think that he's one of those people, and unfortunately there are a lot of them out there, that have the skinny equals beautiful remark in their brain, and I want to just... Scream at them, because there are so many beautiful people out there, women and men, that are not skin and bones, and really that's it. Just, I I don't believe it. I would boycott that place. I have boycotted that place, and not on purpose even. Just the fact that I was like, I look in there and go, I don't want any of your things. I don't. I don't want anything in that store. And even beyond that, most of the things that you have in that store are easily gotten at a different store for half the price. (laughs) Why do I want a pair of sweats with your name on my behind? Not something I want.
1: You know, there are many times where there's sometimes we might have slight disagreements. That won't happen today because I actually do agree with you here where that statement that he made, that's on him. But here's the thing. I don't know why people always... I know why people get into an uproar, but here's the thing: if obviously we all know when we walk into an Abercrombie and Fitch door, and I've never have been in one because I know right away they're not going to have anything for me. Um, I'm not a small fellow. I'm not five seven, and I'm certainly not a hundred and fifty pounds. I was hundred and fifty pounds probably twenty years ago, if not twenty five years ago, but. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the same thing as if I go past a Gap store, or if I go past—and not against these stores—and I'm not, you know, bashing any of these stores. I'm not bashing Abercrombie and Fitch, but it's the same
0: thing as can, those stores. It's the same, <laughs> and it's the same
1: thing for years with me and Old Navy. Even though I love to walk at Old Navy and I like what they have, but it could never fit me not until maybe a year ago where some of them started offering larger sizes, but even then some still don't offer a large amount of larger sizes. And for me, if that's their feeling, then I just won't shop there. It's the same as when people always talk about, you know, different TV shows or somebody that they can't stand. And I was like, so why give this person more press? Why follow them? Why give them that attention? Because to me, my thing has always been if you don't like something – You know, of course you can let it be known, but at that point, you know, you're not going to stop the other people who normally shop there from shopping there just by boycotting it. I mean, you know, his comments are going to be just that, and there are people who are in his, quote, size bracket that are probably going to agree with him. And so, to me, the best thing that you can do in always the instance like this is to not spend your money there. I never have. You never have. And the thing is, is that, I think it's stupid as a CEO to come out and say these things because you might be potentially turning away somebody who might get out of that XL and XXL and might start fitting into your clothes. And they might say, hey, wait a minute. When I was bigger, you didn't want to cater to me, and now I don't want to cater to you even though I'm smaller. That might be the possibility. So let him fall on his own behind from the comments that he made because mm-hmm. they are silly. And I think any time these CEOs come out, and you're running a business. It would be the same as, you know, on a weekly basis, we sit here and we talk about different things and we let our opinions known, but well, I'm not going to be let it full known because I'm not going to come out and brand one person or group, which will probably never happen anyway. I love all of you. <laughs> but, um, you know, the thing is, is that if you don't like it, which in this case we don't, don't even worry about spending your money there because eventually places like that will always – Eventually have to cater to everyone because last I checked, society isn't all, you know, 120 pounds soaking wet. Things have changed, body styles have changed, and now you have to start catering to everyone. And if you don't, eventually, what's going to happen is that you will start to lose some form of huge market share. Obviously, they have their particular market that they want. That's who they're going for. Let those people keep going. But as for my money. It's going to places that's going to accept me as the customer, and those are the ones who will keep getting it. So.
0: PSA for the day. <laughs> now, you <know.
1: laughs>
0: now you know. Now you know. Now, yeah, it's exactly what it is. Let him fall on his own sword, and he will go the way of guess. Yes. Like, does anybody have guests like, anymore?
1: I don't know. We now sound like Game of Thrones episode, but I don't know. <laughs>
0: Fall upon your sword. Hey, I like it. Good show. I'd rather talk about that than Amber
1: Crabby. Let's
0: go.
1: You know, I've never seen that show. It's good. Never seen <laughs> I'm you know, there, If you know me, you know there's a lot of TV shows I have not seen, and it's, I just haven't gotten around to it. Eventually I will. I'm too busy following everything else to get involved in a TV show. But, um, there you go. Yeah, And one other interesting story, we once in the blue moon, we always, in some form of another, talk about this topic, and this week I just could not um, shy away from it again, but there was a very interesting uh, article slash video on the Huffington Post, and one of the things it talked about is that one of the scariest parts of moving on after split is dating again, and the intimidating but exciting prospect of having sex with someone new. But according to their divorce life coach, uh, a lady by the name of Cindy Holbrook, she said that you shouldn't just jump into bed with anyone following a divorce or tough breakup and that the best person to bed post-split is a good friend. She says, quote, I always recommend to try and find a good friend that you can have a casual love affair with that you know is not going to go anyplace else. Now, their other blogger, Michael Solomon, added a caveat to that advice when he said it's very helpful when you have sex with a friend and have really good sex. That's my advice. Try to have really good sex if you're having sex with a friend. Of course, we all say it's easier said than done. And throughout the article, I think Cindy also went on to say that uh, (laughs) the reason about probably messing up the friendship, she said, who's to say they don't last even if you don't have sex with them? And it could turn into something great. You read the article. You saw the video, my friend. Buying or selling exactly what they're talking about.
0: <laughs> as much as I would love to agree, because that would make it so much easier in life. <laughs> Unfortunately, it <laughs> <death> just doesn't work. <laughs> There's, I, someone always gets hurt. And on top of that, okay. If they're a good friend, they know you're hurting, and if they're going to be okay with you just taking advantage of their body, they're not that good of a friend. (laughs) So that's number one. Two, if they are that good of a friend, they're not going to try and hurt you, which would mean that they wouldn't want to do that in the first place if it's really that bad of a breakup. I agree with her, don't just jump into anybody's bed right after breaking up, though. The breakups and the divorces, it's, it's a very good idea not to just... I know you're supposed to get up and get back on the horse but you also have to heal. And that mm-hmm. takes time. Sometimes it takes less time for some people than others, but it still does take time and you and the time you take then will benefit you in the future. And that way you won't just jump into somebody's sack, you know? But I don't you know, agree. <laughs> I would love to two- agree, but unfortunately the Friends with Benefits things come up and it just doesn't work.
1: There's two things to this that I, I kind of took away from this. One, I was wondering what fantasy world they were living in where they just thought that, you know, just doing that wasn't going to mess up anything. And, and two, there was a question that was not brought up during this thing because in my mind, how good of a friend does that friend have to be? Because if you're friends with someone for ten years and you were married and say, you know uh, you know, things didn't work out, and you thought about that friend of 10 years, do you really throw away a friendship potentially on something that could go south? And the thing of, I think that I also wondered about that whole thing as well was, you know, okay, we're, we're talking friendships and everything about that, but I guess my other thing to that is that she's saying, well, who's to say that the friendship wouldn't work anyway? And I'm like, well, if you're friends... And if it was that shaky to begin with, where the littlest thing might ruin a friendship, why would you want to jump into bed with said friend? And the other guy was talking about having great sex. But, see, that brings about another problem. If you, say, sleep with your friend, you don't know what the sex is like with that person. And if you, all it takes sometimes is one time. You know, some people may give it two, three times, but there are some people out there who may only give it one time. And if things turn out bad that first time around, then everything gets awkward.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it's like, what do you do at that point? Now you just ruined a relationship. Then the sex was bad, so how do you rectify all that situation? I don't. I don't know. It, it to me, I think it's it depends. It's not a good on, place to be. No, it's not. And I, I think at the end of the day, I think if it's been a long-term friendship. That's really got to be a true understanding between two people. I, I'm not one to say it's not going to work or it will work, but that's got to be like a major understanding that it's not going to, and both parties have to agree that it's not going to wreck anything. But, you know, as we always say, once you have sex with someone, it changes everything. And I have yet to meet a person that in which that has not happened
0: Show me a person
1: that has had sex with a friend and nothing has changed, and I'll believe it then, but...
0: Mm, I I, wouldn't even believe it then, because somebody's lying. (laughs) (laughs) One of the two is lying. If it, quote-unquote, hasn't changed anything, one of the two is lying and is a very good actor or actress. I'm sorry. It always changes. Sex changes everything. That is so much more intimate to a woman. Whether or not the guy has the emotional attachment to it or not, I'm not going to even judge on that one because guys have a whole different range of emotions that I don't even want to delve into. But for women, that is an emotional thing. But I don't you know, care. I'm if you not- say I'm in it just for the sex. I'm just trying to play. No, at some point or another, your feelings get involved.
1: You not may be a player, that-
0: but your feelings yeah. are there still.
1: But I'm not saying it's not probable that that could happen, but it's just like once that happens, where do you go from there? You surely can't say we're going to turn it on and turn it off. Pretty much I'm going to have sex until I find somebody. And then, you know, because if you're going to go ahead and do that, then things take another level and then it turns into a relationship. And and at that point I'm not denying that That could happen. But the thing Uh is is that you just can't turn it on and turn it off and say, well, you're my friend, you've been my friend for a few years, let's just have sex, and once I find somebody, then we stop having sex.
0: And it's like... You that's can't turn it on and off
1: like that, you know.
0: Nope. Somebody gets hurt. Somebody always then, gets hurt.
1: And even then, that's not healthy because you got attached to that person, and especially at that point, sexually. And to turn it off like that that's just, uh, no. Mm-hmm.
0: It's oh, somebody always gets hurt, it, and I'm not saying like hurt to the point where they're never going to be friends again. I'm not saying that you can't ever be friends again, but there's always that weird, awkward time when you, like, yeah, maybe we shouldn't talk for a while. Yeah. Or whatever. whatever, it And it may work. You may end up sleeping with a friend and then find out, you know what, wait a second, here's this person that's been sitting in front of me all this time, and we, we have a great relationship with each other, we have a great rapport, and this feels great. It may work. I'm sure that's happened. I'm not saying that's impossible. That's possible. It, that's greatly if it, possible.
1: If it can happen to Monica and Chandler on Friends, it can happen to
0: <laughs> Right, exactly. <laughs> it could be a Monica and Chandler thing, but it could also be like, I don't know. I'm trying to think of somebody I can't. Uh, Who is Susan Lucci's character and all of her husbands? Okay. <laughs>
1: Somebody's yeah, going to get their heart ripped out. Well, I just... Well, mm, it just... Yeah. I, I yeah, I get that. A, a, you,
0: if the understanding is going to be our relationship... I I don't want our relationship to stay the same. I don't want us to just be friends like this anymore. So we're going to sleep together. That's the understanding. We're going to sleep together, and everything's going to change. It's either going to go good or it's going to go bad, but I'm on for this one thing. You better really think about it. That's the only uh, thing I'm going to say. I'm not going to say don't do it, but I wouldn't.
1: And with that, we'll have to leave that there. Um, A clock on the wall is telling us that we're running out of time. Less than 60 seconds to go, my friend. Any shout-outs for this week?
0: No. <laughs> happy weekend, <Yeah>. everybody. <laughs> My thoughts and prayers right. to everybody that's been in an accident this weekend, or like on the I five collapse, or the um, yeah the people in Oklahoma.
1: Indeed, and with that, everyone have a safe, happy Memorial Day weekend. I will see you on Sunday night with the Four One Lounge with Austin Taylor, and we'll be back here next Friday with another edition of Page One. So for Mary, I am Lavar. Have a great Memorial Day, everyone, and we'll see you. When we see you. Thanks for listening.
0: Peace.